Braindead Radio presents... And so I said to her, that's not my suction cup. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Pixel Junkies. My name is Rob. And I'm Will. And we're here to bring you the best, sometimes the worst, and overall the most fun of video game talk. Just to give you a little heads up, uh, if you are new and, you have, and you're not part of the BDR empire, uh, I'm Rob from BrainerRadio.com. I've been doing podcasts about seven years now. I have a whole bunch. Some of them are good. Some of them are bad. But make sure you check them all out. And Will has been part of the family for what seems like the beginning so we decided, I play games, he plays games, he was like, we're going to talk about some shit. So Will, why don't you give the people uh, a little backstory about what it is to be yourself, sir. To be myself? Uh, fuck, man, I don't have enough time for that. This is supposed to be a fun show. Uh, let's just talk about video games. <laughs> Talking about video games, so I'm going to go ahead and read a... Uh, the podcast intro that, that Will read, and I, I hope that this becomes the mantra of Pixel Junkies. So, we are super cool bros that play games. Hey, let's talk about games. Okay, I love games. Cool. Games. And that's really what Pixel Junkies is all about. So to give you a, a little a little uh, insight into our history, uh, what we're into, let's start, let's kick off the show right, son. Let's talk about some of our favorite, favorite, favorite video games favorite of all games. times. Of all time. Okay. So I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, ready. I'm going to pass it. You know, and I have to say here, while I may come off like a major fanboy, I'd like to say that I'm just a fanboy of video games. I don't have a loyal a loyalty or allegiance. I just like to game. I think Will's the same. So, Will, take it away. I, I think that is that is fair to say. We have no allegiance. We may talk shit about, like, say, the Genesis because it sucks. Genesis always sucks. But ultimately, yeah, but ultimately, Genesis it wasn't terrible. Like I ended up buying one because it was the only way to get Lethal Enforcers two at home. <laughs> so every system has its good and bad points. That was your. I that... don't get in console wars. I don't bitch about oh this console exclusive, which I think we can talk about Tomb Raider a little bit later. Um, I just want to play fucking games, man. I don't care where it is. I don't care if it's an iPhone, a 360, a ColecoVision. I just want to play a game. I, I just like the fact that I, I, I like the fact that the killer app for you to finally get on the Genesis train was fucking Lethal Enforcers Two. Out of all of the it's Genesis that, games, uh, Mom, Lethal Enforcers Two, Mom, we gotta get Genesis. My Super Nintendo is it, it's broke, it's old. I need Lethal Enforcers Two, Mom. That's the what great I part about that was it was Christmas when I got my Genesis, and I remember meeting my grandparents at a Tex-Mex restaurant on their side of town and then opening the trunk to give me Christmas gifts and giving me like the Genesis three, like the little bitty tiny one. Oh, you got a fucking box. Oh, I got it late, late, late. And the box for lethal enforcers too, because it had the guns in it. it was twice the size of the Genesis box. Did you get the red and blue guns? Oh yeah. 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 Well, actually they're like pink and baby blue. 
Oh, that's not as cool. No, they were super cool. Pink and baby blue, all pastel all the time. So, based on that, I'm I'm guessing you were a Super Nintendo guy. Of course. Of course. I mean, even Super though... Super Nintendo, greatest system of all time. Super Nintendo, greatest system of all time. Like, hands down. There's Ooh. no argument there. Ooh. I mean, I, I'm, I'm, I'm about 95% on board with that statement. However, uh, the 5% is is for the Dreamcast. I still think the Dreamcast was one of the was one of the best consoles of all time and it was definitely if it would have came out just a little bit earlier that user base would have fucking destroyed shit. See, I argue on the other side, I think the Dreamcast was too ahead of its time. It was pushing so much online play. It was more powerful than the PS2. The games looked so much better. The controller with the crazy ass VMU was so insane. Like, dude, who, who would fucking do that? Dude, you Japanese do that people now? would do that, <laughs> and it was amazing well, no. being you know, a senior and now. Yeah, the, the Microsoft is doing it. Like Smart Glass, the second screen experience. Like Walking Dead, AMC, fucking second screen experience. That was the VMU. It was. 15 years ahead of where it should have been. You know what's missing, though, from the Walking Dead screen, uh, second screen experience is, like, a little Daryl I can feed, like, <laughs> in Sonic Adventure. Because oh, I used to go, I was a yes. senior in high school when this shit dropped. And, you know, I'm, I'm, this is like, this is what I was going through my period of, like, I'm so cool. I'm a graduate, I'm so cool. And I'm still that asshole walking through the halls <laughs> with my little tiny chaos going, oh, you're so cute. I got to feed you because when I plug you in at home, I'm going to get extra <laughs> points. And that's what. And that's I why never, Sega was the shit. I never got deep into feeding the little fake Pokemon things because you're too cool. I didn't. I. I, I no, I was a Shinmu fanboy. Like uh, I just played Shinmu and Jet Set Radio Shenmue for about a billion worst. hours. The worst. No, it was the. the it was worst. great. It is no. not. It is not on this list of greatest games of all time that I've got here in front of me. <laughs> Which we'll but, get to, <laughs> man. It, it, yeah, we'll get there eventually. Shenmue is fucking terrible. Fucking incredible. No, no, no. I just recanted wrong. my stance. Shenmue 2 is terrible. I just recanted my stance on, a, on an episode that you can check out at brainyradio.com. But where I was like, I remember loving it. And I mean, it looks amazing. Like the world building was great. But fucking that game was so bored. And that game is the game that introduced essentially quick time events. And God fucking damn it. Now I'm Chris Redfield oh, punching remember. a boulder in Resident Evil 5, and I'm like, what the fuck? All I'm doing is pressing B. This is bullshit. I blame Shenmue. I remember getting my issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly with Shenmue on the cover. EGM. And there being like a fucking five-page spread talking about how revolutionary quick-time events were going to be. What the fuck were we thinking? It was, it's, it's, it, it, you know what sucks is that they haven't died off like full motion video did. I was kind of hoping we'd have the heyday, and you'll get, you know, God of War had some good stuff, and I'm not going to say that there hasn't been games that have used them decently, like that, you know, that actually helped the flow of the game. But nine times out of ten, every quick time event is something that I want to take the controller and control myself. Yes, it looks cool that fucking Laura Croft will jump off this backflip and pull out a fucking stake out of her ass and click on something, or Spider-Man flies, but let me do that myself. Let me let me press the B button, press back, and then. Climb up something and let me do it without pressing a fucking arbitrary button. What I hate more than that is the shit that typically you could just press A to action and then it would just do it. Instead, it's like, now mash A until your fucking fingers bleed to open up this stupid chest to get out three orbs in God of War. The, just the, open the chest, man. Very fucking true. The, and I have to say this, and this is... 
I think since we're pretty early in on the, on the inaugural episode, this this might either sway people to your side, uh, maybe to my side, or maybe just say fuck this podcast altogether. I'd have to say that the only games in my in my opinion that can do the quick time events where like I'm just like, well fuck yeah, because obviously the game wouldn't work as well as anything by fucking Quantic Dream, Heavy Rain. You fucking give me Indigo Prophecy, fucking Beyond, all that shit. Quick time events, I'm fine with that. I'm totally fucking cool with that. But I don't need the quick time events in my Resident Evil games. Uh, I'm waiting for Mario to have a quick time event anytime soon here now. Where it's just like, shit, 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 mash A. And I'm like, wait, I'm just jumping on the fucking flagpole. Let me just press A. <laughs> I, I don't need a crazy zoom in. My, my stance on Quantum Dream. They're amazing. Those, They're amazing. They Amazing. 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 Fuck Jason. What? Fuck Jason. Sean! Fuck Jason. Dad! Fuck him. Dad! Nope. What? Nope. Come on. Come on. You can't tell nope. me that fucking Heavy Rain didn't have some oh my fucking god shit in that game. Yeah, Jason and Sean and the dad. The, the whole the whole entire game was what the fuck. It was it amazing. Was so insane. Except and for the all twist. The shitty French Canadian. Yeah. Like the French Canadian actors and the fucking they detective. were not from like Oh god, it was so bad. And then like he pulls out his crazy like Oculus Rift glasses dude, don't and be Matrix on the fucking Dude. Oh so dumb. That's not dumb, that's amazing. That made me want to become a cop. I was like, Leslie, no, I'm going to the about, police academy <laughs> right now. <laughs> for about two minutes and then you were like, This is really fucking stupid. No, you put those glasses on, it's like you're wearing spy tech all the time, and that's how you see footprints, and that's how you see CSI stuff, and I'm just saying, you fucking give me that, I mean, I already want to be, a, you know, I want to protect and serve, but you give me some Oculus glasses that let me see pheromones, I'm like, fuck yeah, sign me up. Pheromones <laughs> <laughs> through, like, just give me piles pheromones. of dirt and a huge thunderstorm yeah. and all that, and all that was of the awesome. evidence just stays in place. Shut up, that was so good. Oh, come on, that was amazing. And then, and then what, what was the game before that? Uh, Indigo Prophecy. Indigo Prophecy. Which was awesome An until amazing... the ridiculous Matrix bullshit. Yeah, the first two-thirds of that game were incredible. Awesome. Here, Here's how excited I was for fucking Indigo Prophecy. That came out, I want to say it was the same year that Katrina hit. <laughs> and, there was a, and there was a fucking hurricane headed for Houston. I live in Houston. And I had a shitload of family that came in from east of Houston, closer to the border of Louisiana, because it was looking to go either right at Houston or right where they lived in Port Arthur. And I drove to the GameStop, because they were going to close early because of the hurricane, to pick up Indigo Prophecy. <laughs> and I locked my family out of the extra room where they were supposed to be sleeping, in the extra couch and extra love seat, so I could stay in the game room and play Indigo Prophecy. Through the entire hurricane. You know what? You know what? That story right and there then is... that bullshit happened. <laughs> that story right there is why I feel we are qualified to be pixel junkies. That's all I'm saying. You fucking... Absolutely. Fuck you, a hurricane. You were like, fuck you, Katrina. I'm going to press A to fucking do some shit right now. And I hope to God I see the That's fucking right. chick naked. So this is going to happen. Family, get the fuck out of I'm going to press A to sneak through this weird fucking army base that isn't like any army base that exists in reality. And who can't seem to find any sort of kid that's sneaking around said army base. Like, <laughs> come the fuck out. <laughs> it's like the Goonies I sneaking through fucking NORAD and everybody's like, what? There's nobody here. Oh, no God. worries. Yeah. The, uh, I have another storm story for a video game. This will be... After this, we'll go into our actual favorite games. Got it. So... 
midnight release for uh, Vice City. Like, you're, they told us to be there at 9.30, and I had pre-ordered it, and, I mean, this is back in the day when you actually need to pre-order because you may not actually get all yep. the copies in a, of a game. Oh, yeah. I so, I get up there at, like, 10 o'clock, and, of course, GameStop's doing their whole, here's pizza and bullshit and games played up, and, hey, buy a million used games and game guides and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck that. I'm just sitting here, stand outside, waiting to open doors. Oh, my Grand Theft Auto, go home. You didn't get the pizza? That's the whole point of the midnight launch is the pizza and the free, well, like, no, in the back of the day, like, I the free it. surge and shit. That was awesome. No, I was going to eat it. Don't worry about like, that. Oh, I got the pizza. So, Don't worry about it, son. I got the pizza. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't give a fuck about strategy, guys. I want the pizza. <laughs> so we're standing there. Like I said, it's like 9, 30, 10 o'clock. We're there early, and I'm, like, the third person in line. And then it just starts pouring down rain. If you've never been to Houston, I, Houston floods. You know, I have. It is literally a swamp. I have, and it sucked. And I never want to go back. It was the worst experience I ever That's had. Bullshit. It was actually the I do want to go back, but it was like the worst experience ever was a, a layover in Houston for 10 hours, and I could not leave the plane. It was the worst That does sound like the worst. It was, but it's not so, about a video game. So anyway, you're waiting in line for GTA. No. And it starts fucking pouring, and Houston floods. Like, it is filled with bayous and swamps, and it's awful. <laughs> so it is just a horrible, horrible thunderstorm, and the pizza delivery gets canceled. So now we don't have any pizza, <laughs> and we're standing there for two and a half hours waiting on fucking Grand Theft Auto. Oh, there's a riot so ready they to happen. Let us... Oh, yeah. So they decide to let us in the store early because the parking lot is literally flooding. So <laughs> Come get your game. <laughs> and we stand around. And people just start bitching like, hey, it is like the parking lot is flooded. Just let us get our games and get the hell out of here. So the, this was great. The manager wasn't even there. So they have to call the manager, get approval to sell these games early. So they start selling the games like Ooh. 11 o'clock or something. Oh, an hour early. Yeah, like it's some big, yeah, like it's some big fucking ordeal. You're just like, I want to run home. I so want to post probably, everything on GeoCities right now. <laughs> well, this is a little late for GeoCities, wouldn't it been? Was it? Oh, uh, definitely when he, I don't know, maybe. GTA old, 3 was man. like 98, wasn't it? 97, 98 for GTA 3? No, no, it was 2002. <laughs> uh, I, I missed a whole chunk of my 20s. I don't remember like most of my 20s. My bad. <laughs> this was 2003. This oh was my 2003. God. I don't. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm an alcoholic. Again, pixel junkies. <laughs> yeah, that's right. The, so they let us get the games early. And then I go out in my car. And I go to pull in, like, out of the parking lot and immediately water just up to my hood. And through the will of wanting to go home and play Vice City, I just powered through. I had a big-ass V8 Ford, did not give a shit. I just mashed it and pushed my way through, like, four blocks of flooded water, somehow not dying, killing my engine. And then I got home. And the water, like, this, I don't know if you've ever been in a flood, like, there's a mud stain on your door from the flood. Yeah. was so almost up to the front, like, driver's side window from where I'd been driving through the water to get home to play Vice City. Fucking, and I stayed home for three days to play Vice City. Oh, uh, uh, fucking Bayou. Look, 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 look at fucking Bayou Billy over here. Like, fuck it. I'm taking my Vice City and I'm cruising through this shit. I have a Bayou Billy story, too. Oh, you're Bayou fucking Billy. I, I love it. I love it. You're going to be now known as Bayou Billy. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Okay, let's talk about let's talk about some of the fuck that game, fuck that fucking game. What? That's all I'm saying. Fuck that fuck game. That piece of shit game. Come on, dude. There was driving, shooting, and punching. It was like an orgy of like awesomeness. Bullshit. 
I know it, it was sucked. Bullshit. It sucked. It was really hard. It was too hard. That's, it was we not can, a bad game. It was just that the hit detection was shitty, and the fucking the 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 bad guys like either took three hits or fifty hits. So that game could have been cool. This, the driving, the driving and buyability was excellent. It's like Rad Racer. It was awesome for the time. Yeah, it was straight up Rad Racer yeah, with grenades. Jeep. Yeah. How, yeah. The rest of it was shit. Well. Okay, we'll agree to disagree on Bayou Billy. Maybe we'll come back to that in a future episode. But we have important we'll topics. We'll have a Bayou Billy dedicated episode. A whole episode of Bayou Billy. Whole episode. Maybe we'll sure. stream it. It'll be amazing. It'll be awesome. Oh, God. You right? know what? I have I have my copy of Bayou Billy with my second generation Dogbone NES sitting in my closet behind me. Oh, the Dogbone NES. The one where I was embarrassed yes. to ever own a Nintendo because I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> This thing looks ridiculous. <laughs> what happened to the oh, fucking it was opening? So tiny. It was, but uh, and you know, to be honest, I really wish I never sold all that shit. Like I, I'm a bad gamer. I'm that I'm that gamer that will sell as soon as the next gen comes out. I sell the previous gen to pay for the next gen, and then like after three months, oh, yeah. when the next gen comes out, I'm like, quick, rebuy all the stuff I sold because that makes a lot of fiscal sense. So I, I'm a good gamer well, in that sense. <laughs> Well, now that we're adults, we have the money. We don't have to do that shit. Because I, I wish I hadn't sold all my PS2 stuff. I probably had a PS2 collection over 200, 250 games or something if I didn't trade anything in. But I was a broke college dude, and I traded shit in like crazy. I had to get my Mr. Mosquito. And that's why you're fucking. That's why you're a pixel junkie, yo. That's right. That's why I'm a pixel junkie. Boom. Hashtag pixel junkie. Hashtag pixel junkie. All right. Favorite games of Robin Will, the pixel junkies. So I'm gonna let you, so I figure we'll do like a you do one I do one or you do one we discuss it I do one does that sound like a plan? That that works. Fuck yeah, right. So let's pass yeah, it obviously off to you. well prepared. Oh, we are. Okay. you're not even halfway through the first page. Let's do this. This is. Pro- there are two games that I've ever dedicated more than let's say, hundred and fifty two hundred hours into. I know one that's of them. A, I know one of a, them. That's all. You're gonna know two of them. Is, is the it, first one is Morrowind. Uh, Elder Scrolls, uh, Morrowind. Bleh, bleh, I'm sorry you don't like good games. Bleh, I'm Morrowind? sorry I don't like boring-ass bullshit games. Oh, you're in a boat. You're a slaver. <laughs> you're not a slaver. You are, you are being sold well, you're off a slave. Whatever, man. Whatever. Then you, then you get off the boat, and you're in fucking this little she-town, <laughs> and they're processing you. Because you're an asshole slaver, and then they're just like, oh, here, open the fucking door. We'll just let you go. Somebody paid for you to walk free. Then you walk out of the town. Well, first of all, let's start with the music. The theme for Morrowind is the greatest piece of video game music ever made. Well, there is a loop on YouTube. Go and for just an hour. YouTube Morrowind theme, an hour-long yep. Morrowind theme loop. Or I have put that on the background so many times <laughs> and let it run for like eight fucking hours while I play games. It is incredible. It still gives me chills. Like, literally, like an acid flashback. I can fucking transport back to 2003 playing Morrowind. Or they could just rewind at the beginning of the episode because I threw a little Morrowind in there for you guys because I knew Billy really loves Morrowind. So they could just keep listening to our intro and then just give us our, our hits. And then donate. That's then, right. I mean, right. I mean, they could go to YouTube as a last resort or just keep listening to the intro and you'll hear your Morrowind. I have to give it up. I will give it up for uh, 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 the Elder Scrolls music. Uh, always been spectacular. That theme, you know, it, 
while it is kind of a little bit a generic fantasy theme, it's not because everybody really copied it off of them. It it does get you pumped. Like you just want to go out and smash skulls or fucking save a yeah, village like, and tear shit up. As soon as you hear that, you know, like, oh man, I'm about to like be in some shit. I don't think any other RPG has come close. Mass Effect's theme was okay. Mass Effect, I, Mass Effect music is great. Yes, but <laughs> I don't think you turned it on and got that immediate feeling of oh man, like. Whatever I do is going to be fucking awesome. Like, I'm going to just walk out of my little... Uh, Balmora. Because let's face it, if you played Morrowind, you know that Balmora is the city. That's it. If you were still in shit and making a loot house, you did it in Balmora. And I know what house you did it in. You know what house you did it in. Because oh, we shit. all use the same perfect, huge fucking house that had benches and, like, four tables and a second floor... And if you're on shitty Xbox, like my friends were, because I was on PC Master Race. Oh, PC Master gonna... No fanboy so shit here. So glad you called it out. No. I, I hate that bullshit. I hate I that I was PC so Master ready to be like, bullshit. oh, Master Race. So the, the one thing, because Marwin did not look much better on PC than Xbox. It looked terrible either way. Awesome, no, at the time it was fucking incredible. Yeah. Uh... In your on Xbox, when you had too much loot in one area, a little bag appeared, and all your loot in your big ass house that you spent hours and hours and hours setting up like a trophy room would all get sucked into a loot bag that you would just have to scroll through. <laughs> so and I had friends what? that would tote over. Yes, like, I had friends that would tote over like a 13 inch CRT and their Xbox so we could show off each other's loot. Because we would spend, we would spend. I mean, I'm talking dozens and dozens of hours clicking and dragging and arranging the loot in this house perfectly. I had a I had a table for shields. I had a table for weapons. I had a bench filled with scrolls. Another bench. Oh, a, wait, covered a, in nothing but hold on. keys. A bench or a bitch? Yeah. A no, bench. A, a bitch. Oh, okay. Like, I, I, I think you said like I had on. a bitch fucking covered in scrolls. I'm like, dude, I played the I played a different Morrowind game. What's going no, on? No, 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 no. I killed the people that live there. What? There's no one there. Okay, I have to There's say... There's a body in the corner. I have to say, this... What you just said, for the first time in my life, I feel like a jock. Because I'm like, you had friends bring over their shit to show off their loots? Of course. That's amazing. We, we would, That's amazing, sir. We would sir. hang out. I love this. I had I had three good friends that all oh, lived near me. I love this so much. they would bring over their like, little 13 or 19 yep. CRT. They weighed like 60 pounds, would, like, yep. Show... Oh, yeah, they were miserable. And the fucking Xbox weighed like 120. Oh, yeah. So they're like an over like 200 pounds of shit. And they're like Look big ass two controller that weighs like another 50. <laughs> and then we would set it up and show off all of our like Morrowind loot rooms. Oh, and then oh, I remember my God. friend going to the <laughs> tower near the Red Mountain to get all the glass stuff because he was because he was jealous of all my glass collection. Oh, and when Jesus he brought Christ. it back to his house, the loot bag activated, and he lost this incredible, meticulous room that he had set up filled with loot. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so uh, that's what I was gonna before you like before you said you people brought shit over to your house to show you loot, and I was like, oh my god, that's fucking super nerdy and awesome. So you were saying that like so like I because to be honest, like when it comes to MMOs, like my favorite MMO was still Star Wars Galaxies, and it was only because I could build my house and I could put up my loot and I could decorate it like The Sims because HGTV is right. awesome. So you're saying that like. 
in Morrowind on the Xbox, you're in you're in your house and you're putting up your loot and it looks amazing. And then you leave to get more loot, and then when you come back, if you hit the number of loots that they arbitrarily picked, you would walk into your house and just see a fucking bag sitting there. I, it would literally be a canvas sack because the the Xbox did not have enough memory to process did, all this loot that they were taking in their house. Did they tell you? Like, was there like a, hey, you're reaching your loot threshold or, hey, no. your house is full. It was just all no. of a sudden you had a hundred awesome skulls, you left and you came back and now all of your hundred awesome skulls was a fucking bag. Was a bag. Fuck that. You, you had a... I you quit. Like had I, a hobo bag sitting on the this, floor. This is why I'm glad I never got into this game because I would that would make me rage quit. Like oh, as yeah. dumb this as it is, because it, it doesn't do anything, right? Like correct me if I'm wrong. Like you just decorate, you you put shit up, and it's just like it's for fun. Like you don't get any stats. Or yeah, it's no just boost, for, just like look at my loot. No, it was like a crazy. It was just okay. Let me explain. It's, it's, it's how hoarding many the video game. Tomorrow in. It's hoarding the video game. We put. It is literally hoarding the video game. Morrowind came out at a really good time in my life, slash bad, because I was still in college. And I had tons of free time, and I was working at Best Buy, and I got laid off from Best Buy towards the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And I had already put in several hundred hours into Morrowind Wait, at this point. on the PC though, right? So, on the PC. So now, at that time, were there mods? Or like, is there, there's a level cap, right? I mean, if, I mean, at some point, like, you, I have, you beat the game. I anything. But you beat the game at this point, probably. Well, there were maxed, the and then expansions. Just... Okay, I'm just trying to get a, I'm trying to get a gauge but, here because I don't play these types of games, so I'm just like hundreds of hours makes me think that you beat it, and at this point, you're just traveling off doing weird shit just well, for fun. Here's the best part about Morrowind: I never completed the main story. What? Never. That's the worst no, thing I've ever probably, heard. So what? So did this? So listen. So I got out, laid off of Best Buy. And then I had four months, no school, no job, and I had savings, so I didn't need to work for the summer. I would wake up and play Morrowind for like 12 hours every single day for four months. No job, no school, no women, all summer. Morrowind coming soon. You're... 100% 100% right. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's definitely no women. There's no women, not at all. Except your bitches no. covered in scrolls. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, just my scroll bitches. That's scroll right. bitches rolling around. Jesus. So, yeah, Morrowind. Now, Probably, uh, the, it, it is the greatest single-player experience I've ever had. Just so many memories, so many but, hours. I, I know that I've never seen half the shit that's actually in that game still. And, and see... I probably spent a thousand hours in that game. Let's see. Okay, now, now obviously, favorite games, uh, totally subjective. There's going to be some friendly ribbing because no one wants to hear two people just be like, yeah, we both love this shit. It's amazing. Moving on. So I have to say, like, I've tried. <laughs> I mean, because, I, and, and I, oh, I, devil's advocate, devil's advocate. Now, but when it comes to Morrowind, when it comes to fucking the Elder Scrolls series, the only one I remember actually enjoying, and because it, in my mind at that time, it was revolutionary. Was uh, uh was it Daggerfall? Is that is that correct? Yep, that, Daggerfall was yeah, one of them. Yeah, was, was that the one right before Morrowind? I think it was. Because that I was like the first like 3D. Before Morrowind. Oh, okay. Because for me, that was like kind of like one of the first like, it was a pretty big deal where it was like uh, really rendered, I mean, quote unquote rendered 3D and... You know, you had, like, your viewing screen was, like, smaller than EverQuest, like, when it first launched. Like, it's yes. tiny. 
But I had a buddy that fucking, he was the type of guy that, uh, you know, parents divorced, mom and dad fighting over the kid, dad was rich and was like, I will buy you all the video game systems and the best computers money can buy. So that my best friend, essentially, he had the top of the line, you know, you're talking like not between 93 up until about 97. At the top of the line of every console, every computer ever, and he had, like, the most pimped out, like, what was it, like, 486 fucking crazy bullshit. It was, he had a fucking sound blaster, and he had Daggerfall, and I was like, holy shit, this is D&D, but this is, like, real, and I got really into it. And then Mo- <laughs> and then fucking Morrowind came out, and I didn't play it on PC, because, uh, unfortunately, at that time, I didn't have, I, I really didn't have, like, the best PC, so, like, I had an Xbox, and I was like, well... And PCs were expensive, so, they, like, yes. back then, a good gaming PC, yes. you're still spending 2500 bucks. Oh, or minimum, something. minimum, minimum. Like, it wasn't even a question, like, you could kind of piece together, but, like, you know, nowadays, you can piece together, like, a pretty decent machine that will run most games that are out at at least high quality for, like, 800 bucks. Like, you can put together I mean, $500, you could play anything. Mm-hmm. But back then, it was like, holy shit, like, you're putting down money, and it was ridiculous. So, like, I picked up Morrowind on the yeah. Xbox because uh, I was an early adopter uh, based on a whim. Uh, like, when I picked up my <laughs> Xbox, it was like, I got my taxes in, and, like, my girlfriend had just broke up with me, and, like, I was living at home, and I'm like, fuck this shit. I'm buying an Xbox. So I had, like, you know, the Duke controller forever and a Halo and all that. Anyway, I grabbed Morrowind, and I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah you and- need that Xbox or that Shrek game. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, dude. One of the only launch games. Yep. Oh, dude, I had that. I had the Shrek game. I had the fucking <laughs> Shrek game, dude. And I was telling my friends, like, look at this shit. It can't get any better than this. Look at these... Look at that belly jiggle. This is amazing. Like, I'm, I'm this. I'm not like it's not. That's not bullshit. Like, I'm also that guy. And I think, uh, you know, if you ever check out brainerradio.com or forums.brainerradio.com, I'm a I'm an early adopter. I'd like to think that you are also an early adopter. Uh, I oh, early yes. adopt the shit out of my favorite products, and I will justify them to everybody. Like, yeah, Shrek's out. You know, more games are coming, but look at that fucking texture on that belly. You can't get that right now. So I picked up Morrowind, and yeah, you know, the intro, you're on the bow, and the music, and the guy comes out, and then you're like, you're in the town. And then I was like, okay, what now? I was like, I don't know what to do. Like, I have, and that's a problem. Is like, when a game... You want. That's my problem. That's that's where you and I differ, and that's where, like, uh, where, 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 where Siege and I differ as well, is, like, I like freedom... Like, I love freedom in a game. Like, I hate invisible walls and bullshit. But at the same time, I also, at least in the beginning stages, I need to be kind of pointed which way I need to be going and what I should be doing to kind of learn things. So, in, my, in, in Morrowind, I maybe, I've, I, I owned it on the Xbox, and then I bought it on the PC afterwards because I had friends like, you're an idiot. Like, you just trust me. Just You, you were in a bad mood when you played it. Try it again. <laughs> so, I've bought Morrowind at least two or three times since it came out. And I've only ever put in a total five or six hours before I'm just oh, like, wow. before I'm just like, I don't give a shit. And a lot of that comes down to the fact that, uh, and you'll learn this on Pixel Junkies if you keep listening, that I am not a really big fan. Of, I love D&D because it, there's some good memories tied to it, but I am not a big fantasy type of dude. Like elves and shit don't do dick for me. Ooh, a sword don't give a shit. But if I fucking came off that ship and they're all like, somebody fucking paid for you, open this door. Here's a laser rifle. My ass would have put in like a thousand fucking hours. Like my, totally. And I cannot say it's not a good game. It's obviously a great game. Like they made a good game. 
I, I can't fault you for saying that. Fuck yeah, you thousand hours. And the only thing I can ask though is like, how good is the? I mean, and this is, this is this is more like a rhetorical question, I guess. Like, how good can a game be where you can put a thousand hours in and not even finish the main quest? It can be amazing. I obviously. don't get that. So you don't give a shit about the story that they're trying to tell. You enjoy making your own stories and doing your own well, thing. They told hundred. They told hundreds. Yeah, stories. but That's yeah, why hundreds I love of stories. It. But fucking, they had the main overarching one that you didn't even give a shit about. Like here's uh, the fucking beginning you know and what? end, and you're like, "Fuck you! I'm Here, I'm looting my house. Look at my fucking scroll, bitch! I don't give a shit." Yes, that is pretty much my horrible. I I did not beat the Oblivion story either. I beat Oblivion. Oblivion, to be fair, <laughs> I, I didn't really care for Oblivion. Somehow, the best thing about Oblivion was the little troll note you found with the troll that committed suicide. Other than that, I thought Oblivion had like zero charm to it. And what, that's what I love about Morrowind, too, is the world was so fucking weird. It was this, like, crazy, quasi-fantasy, sci-fi, mutant world with, like, the beetles that you rode from town to town, and it was just so weird. And then you then you get the expansions, and you have werewolves and vampires. And all. I was like, okay, yeah, this is everything that I love about everything fantasy or fiction, even. I'm so and hard that, right now. Care. Oh my god! Did you ever? Uh, because obviously, if you put well, a, if, if you put a thousand hours, and let's say that's like that's probably. I mean, at that point, that is that is that hyperbole, or you probably have at least put in a few hundred hours. I mean, right? That's probably conservative. Okay, okay, okay. So now, saying that, <laughs> that being said, the biggest thing I know, and I believe, and this is when uh, uh, we're gonna find out how much of a gamer I, I guess people might consider me or whatnot. With that much time involved, and you know, and it's your favorite game, have you ever read? Uh, or there's there's that mod out for Morrowind where like there was like this creepy pasta article, and it's like went around the internet, and it's been around for fucking ever. Oh was, yeah, I the mod with like the, the no voices and like that yeah. thing. Did you do that? Have you ever done that? And if no. not, why? What the fuck? What? Come on! Why wouldn't you do that? Like that seems like that would be like at that point, like right up your alley. Why wouldn't you try that just to see? I don't think I found that until years after. I think I oh. found that like in a Morrowind, like <laughs> slash fiction addiction, falling back into it. Like I think I read about the Oblivion engine remake, yeah. and then my arm started getting itchy. I need to put that needle in there, so I started just googling Morrowind stuff and found it. And I was like, this sounds amazing. Right? But and you then know- I tried to run. And I, and I, well, I tried to run Morrowind to do the Oblivion uh, mod. And it was just such a huge pain in the ass. I gave up. So I just never messed with the creepypasta stuff for it. But you, okay, so you know what I'm talking about. So, like, there's like, so for people out there, this is a very drunken recollection of what this, uh, what this, what, what this, this mod or this, this, this story is. Essentially, like, you install this mod. And, like, if I remember correctly, like, everybody in the town no longer speaks to you and occasionally you'll see this fucking like weird dude that's like kind of all fucked up looking he like stares at you and then you're supposed to go into this temple and then there's these paintings and if you like like you get this weird like message that if you like stare at the moon at this certain time and like it's just it's it's if you just if you google fucking Morrowind creepypasta 
for whatever reason. You will find it. It's the first will, link. Oh, yeah. And I've read this multiple times, and that is the only thing. And I haven't done it because I read what you have to do to get it working, and I'm like, ugh. I don't even think I own yeah, Morrowind anymore. Yeah, it's a huge anymore. technical pain. Oh, yeah. it's a huge – you have to, like, modify files and shit. But that's the kind of shit where I'm like, oh, yeah. Like, that sounds right up my alley. Like, especially with yeah. someone who's played a so, thousand hours, like, wait, so now I'm going to this town and everything's different and they're looking at me weird. Oh, yeah. Oh, who's that weird guy <laughs> at the very oh, end would, of the screen? I would be able to tell I, – I have such hard muscle memory in that game, like – ridiculous muscle memory if we tried that i would immediately know every single tiny difference well i might have to say you might be the you know this this might be the show this pixel junkies which you can access at pixeljunkies.com and also pix at also at youtube.com slash pixel junkies slash dot bdr or some bullshit you might be the person where i'm gonna invite morrowind and i'm gonna be like all right i'm gonna do a let's play of morrowind let's see if i was wrong <laughs> We should do a Let's Play tomorrow with like 20 oh. hours of it. Oh my god. Dude, but it's so much like bullshit. Hours give you a nice base. Oh my god, yeah. but it's well, just like, I feel like it's so okay. boring to watch. Like, unless I no, edit this shit. No. no, you're just like, nope. Like, if you do it, I, you wouldn't Not even if you're need playing the script. It right. if it... <laughs> Not if you're playing it right. I'm going to have you in my headset going okay. left, right. Press X, press X, press X. All right, two, oh, three, yeah. four, go in this room. As soon as you get out of the town, as soon as you get out of the town, I will turn you left. Because then you see the crazy wizard guy that's messing with the potion trying to make him fly. And you see him shooting through the air. Then he falls down and crashes and dies. And then you get his boots. And his boots will let you jump like all the way across the world. But if you don't use a console hack, it will kill you when you land. That's why Morrowind is awesome. All right. All right. Hey, you know what? I, I can't. I, I, I can talk some shit based on personal uh, uh, memories of the game. But... You sir, you're kind of selling. You're kind of selling it. You're kind of selling it. And it seems like maybe if I don't play the, the stupid game. bullshit story, let's just fucking have some fun, and let's see what yeah, I can do. Yeah, just have your own fun. Well, maybe I'll before have. Before we move on, yeah, to your to your favorite game, your uh, next favorite game. Before 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 the next better game t- is talked about, Billy has some stuff to talk I, about. I don't think so. Well, well it, it I'm is. on the Elder Scrolls website right now. Yeah. You can download Daggerfall, the complete game, for free. Shut the fuck up. I'm scared. I'm scared. Slash Daggerfall. Uh, I'm scared. Download I, the full game. Oh, I don't want to download it and be like, this is terrible. I just said that it was better than Elder Scrolls. This is fucking the, horrible. <laughs> the notes for it are great. The full version of Daggerfall is available for download and payable through a DOS emulator. Oh, DOSBox. DOS is what we had before Windows, before GUIs or graphical user, uh, what? user interfaces. Wait, wait. This is on the DOS. website? That's, no, that's what it says. That's awesome. And I love DOS. So That was my jam. Oh, I love DOS. Oh, All right. That's We've talked about Morrowind for like 40 minutes. we got to oh. get through a ton of stuff here. We have a ton of we'll shit to get We'll talk about through. your shit game. Shut the fuck up, shit game. All right, so now... Once again, this is just to kind of get people into the mindsets of who the Pixel Junkies are. And Billy started the show off with some bullshit Morrowind. Oh, I'm a slaver. Oh, look at me. I can look at a wizard and jump in the air. Fuck that shit. I'm going to drop some bullshit on you guys right now. My number one. Number one. Number one probably. You know, and that's... Now that I think about it, it probably honestly is my number one game of all time. Like, and not even like, well, number one on PC is XCOM, the original by Microprose, came out in 1993. This fucking game, this came out right, right at the perfect time for a young Rob, 
where I was just sucked into all conspiracy stuff, aliens, men in black, Area 51, what have you. And this game came out and it was like, guess what? Aliens have attacked the Earth. And you're all like, what? And then they're like, fucking, you're going to rock these guys, build a base, build multiple bases, research some alien shit and fuck them up. Some of you are like, yeah, we played that. It's called XCOM. It came on Xbox PS3 just fuck a few, you know, a year ago. Fuck you guys. That game is kind of cool. I'm not going to lie. I enjoyed it. But the tactical awesomeness just isn't found in the remake. They just couldn't do it in 3D. And that's why Microprose's XCOM, for me, is number one. You have stuff here where you're... A... You get to customize. So I know Billy is over here like, yeah, Morrowind, you get to customize. You get to look at your guy. Fuck you. I had fucking like 12 guys, and they were all named after my best friends, and I also had two of my favorite celebrities, Mr. Belding and Corey Feldman. And they were my badass motherfucking oh, generals, dude. Dude, this is, okay, this is where I sound like a nerd. So, XCOM, 93. Came out back in the day. I, I I bought it at launch. My you know my you know my, my best friend had a hit on his computer and it was and he showed me it and I fell in love with the MIDI music. I fell in love with the tactics. I fell in love with the customization and just the sense of dread you had. You never knew on the on on, on the aliens turn when like a mutant was gonna show up or a gray. You had no idea. So I picked this shit up and I now loved did, it. It was amazing. Did and, the original Xbox? Because I that whole mid nineties PC gaming. That was era? my that was my jam. Complete, see, it was it's a complete mystery to me. Oh, like I I did not have a PC at the time, did not play any. So the original XCOM, I knew nothing about. I own it and could not get it running worth the shit on Steam. What? And gave up trying to play it. Are you serious? Yeah, like what was get it running worth the damn? Yeah, what was wrong on Steam? Like I own all of them on Steam. It. Oh, we gotta fix this. All right, that's gonna be an uh, that's gonna be an off the yeah. show topic here because you gotta play some XCOM because the best part about the game. Uh, next to the fact that the tactics were amazing, you had multiple levels, you could research, you could fucking build things, they had dogfights that were awesomely like, you know, fucking, you had like the, the crazy fucking pixel animations, you're like, yeah, I'm a badass, I'm shooting down shit, it's amazing. But fucking, my favorite thing, when it comes right down to it, customization. You name a dude Mr. Belding, you don't want Mr. Belding to die. You don't want him to die, it doesn't matter if fucking, if Roger dies. Sorry, you're my best friend. You're dead, dude. Mr. Belling's got to stay alive because he had the rocket launcher and he was tearing motherfuckers up. And I love this game so much. So it came out in PC in 93. Then when the PS1 first launched, uh, it was... I don't want to say it was a launch game, but it was in like the first releases of, uh, of, of new games. I want to say within a year of the, the PS1 when it came out. Uh, it actually released and they God, released... I don't remember that being yeah, on PS1 yeah. at all. And they released the mouse for it. Like they released the PS mouse. It was really? for that and uh, Discland. Uh, and I didn't own what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't see this is this is where I can drop some of my fucking knowledge and my nerd them over here. Is that I they own had, Discworld. Yeah, and fucking they had when Discworld so that you know that what was it? Uh, Terry Pratchett, point and click. Uh, that next yep. time they had a they had an ex, they had a, a PlayStation mouse. Um, and to be honest, wow. it, there was no fucking way to play and I, Discworld. I love the idea. I love the idea so much. I fucking hated yep. the shit out of that game. That series can suck a dick, searching for those fucking pixels, and it was like, ha ha ha, we're just making fun of some shit. Fuck you. I can't notice that this one pixel is a different color, and then if I click on this, then I can move on. I hate that game, but XCOM released, and my buddy Roger, uh, who's, uh, who's, uh, whose parents uh, at the time were trying to, like, once again, buy his love, uh, they were like, 
yeah, well, you're staying with mom. Mom's going to buy you a PlayStation. So he was he had the PlayStation. I was still rocking Killer Instinct. This motherfucker was rocking Battle Area, uh, Battle Arena Toshinden or whatever. <laughs> Toshinden. So I was, yeah, dude, Toshinden with the guy in the ball. He's like, what? So fucking he got yeah. XCOM because I got him into it on the PC. And you booted up XCOM on the PS1. And you're like, holy shit, they redid the music. It's amazing. I'm like, um, they, they did the cutscenes were different. They added more. And I was like, oh, my God, I have to buy a PlayStation. And then the game booted. And oh, my fucking God, it could not run any slower. This was the worst, <laughs> worst. And I mean, and I didn't have a good computer back then. Like my computer was my computer were those ones when you went to. Um, I think in my uh, for me, I went to. Uh, it was Best Buy didn't exist at this point. I'm pretty sure. Nine percent trying to have a best. No, buy. it was like service merchandise. Or yeah, something. or like I think, and we honestly might have went to Sears or J.C. Penney, and we bought you know one of yeah. those like fuck yeah, this thing is like 16 megahertz, but you click that turbo button and you're up to 33, and I was like fuck yeah. So I had that you know I showed him XCOM on that, so he got it on the PS1 and it ran like shit. But I spent, and I still haven't owned. This is my this is the one game that I still in my collection I don't own. I've spent the last probably like eight years trying to find a PlayStation One copy of XCOM under under a hundred dollars. People want over a hundred for this thing. It runs like shit, but I love me some XCOM. And the reason I love it is just for the fact. Yeah, yeah, it's PlayStation XCOM, dude. It is out and it runs like shit. XCOM US UFO, UFO defense. defense. Yep. Twenty-seven forty-eight on eBay. Where in a big tall what? PlayStation box. Oh shit! The full thing. What? Here's oh. another. Here's another copy, dude. Thirty-four dollars. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is there a reserve? They're in the long boxes. Oh my god! I'm gonna fucking those PlayStation gonna... long boxes. Oh, dude, aren't those the best? Those fucking long boxes, yeah, yo. Oh, Resident I Evil was in a long box. It was amazing. Oh, Doom was in the long box. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm. I'm actually right now like. I'm a little bit flabbergasted because on the forums about three or four years ago, at least I had a, th- I had a thread, which you can find at forums.brandonradio.com where I was like, I'm looking for XCOM, send me some shit. And every time I would bid and I would bid constantly cause they would always start, you know, 40, 50 bucks. I didn't see any for 20. So I think after this fucking podcast, I'm going to go bid on this bitch, but I would always bid and the, and either like, it, it would always go way up, and it'd always be over a hundred bucks, and I just couldn't fathom it. But I love the game that much. Yeah, this that... one's this one is at thirty four dollars with twenty nine days left. Yeah, see, that's the problem. That's the problem. You wait until that motherfucker, and that's how it always started. You're like, yeah, I got this, and then like six hours before it ends, what? I'm not spending eighty bucks on fucking XCOM for the PS One. Like, I just can't. Well, here's one. I don't even want to play uh, it. I just uh, want it in my collection. I just. I want right. to be like Benicio Del Toro. Shelf. I just want it on the shelf. I just want to be like, I just want to look at it and go, yes, you're part of my collection and be happy about well, it. Let's leave this on a happy note for you. I'm yeah. going to send you a link. Yeah. $34. Buy it now. You send me that shit. Oh, and I heard the whoop, and you probably heard that on the podcast as well. It looks like Rob from PixelJunkies.com is going to be buying XCOM UFO Defense for the PlayStation. I just really hope it's not some weird bootleg disc because one time on eBay, somebody was selling all the James Bond movies 
uh, on on quote unquote DVD, <laughs> and they had all the covers, and it was amazing, and it was a good. It was like eighty bucks, and like I won it, and then they sent it to me, and it was inside of a goddamn CD case like a leather CD case and they were like two like movies. Yes, yes, yes. And the fucking titles were printed on by a shitty printer. They were all off. And then on like oh seven videos, seven different movies, they were like the wrong titles. So I'd be like, I want to watch Goldfinger. Wait, this is fucking, this is, this is, this is the living daylights. It says Goldfinger on the fucking case. This is bullshit. <laughs> and that was the one that was, actually, I think if I remember correctly, that was the last time I ever, ordered every, anything off of eBay, and I fucking contacted them, and I'm like, this is bucket bullshit. These are, like, Taiwanese, because, like, they were all, like, they had, like, Eng it was English fucking audio, but it was, like, Taiwanese subtitles, and you couldn't remove it, and it was shitty. But I think I'm going to take a look at this XCOM uh, UFO Defense, because it is my number one game, because it is amazing. Uh, it's, it's one of those games you need on yourself. Like, for me, it, is. it was Earthbound. Do you have I it on just, your shelf? You know why? Of course I do. Now, do you have it in the big giant box with the strategy guide, like a boss? No, no. I found it at a GameStop when they were going to stop carrying Super Nintendo and Genesis games. I went there to ravage through everything they had because I wanted to get the Mega Man X series. I wanted to get Final Fantasy III. I wanted to get Chrono Trigger, and I wanted to get Earthbound. The only one they had for a reasonable price was Earthbound, and it was like $12. But they wanted like 90 bucks for Mega Man X. I was like, yeah, I'm just going to sneak out of here with Earthbound because yeah. you fuckers don't know what you have. And, hey, if, if anybody that's listening likes Earthbound, make sure to check out YouTube.com slash BDArcade. There's a, a mini-series where I play through, I'd say, like, a, probably the first six hours of Earthbound with my character Boner. Uh, and he is amazing. <laughs> and <laughs> I love me some Earthbound. So, you got Morrowind. I don't get it. I got XCOM. You never played it. What's your next game? Let's hope it's something that I have played. Yeah, this one's easy. This one's for any... We're in our 30s. This is possibly... Shh, shh, I'm 19. The truly... No, <laughs> so this may be the defining video game moment of our generation. Okay. Mario oh. Brothers 3. Oh. It's Mario Brothers 3. Okay. I... You know what? Why is it Mario Brothers 3? Because motherfucking Fred Savage. End of story. Fuck! It, it's not even Fred Savage, man. It's fucking that it's Lucas kid. Or, no, it's that fucking. It's fucking California. Who's that California? kid again? California. Is that Lucas? Lucas something? That's it not Lucas, Lucas Haas. Something. Is it? No, Lucas something. It's not Lucas Haas. No. It's like Lucas Haas. No. It's the guy from fucking Mars Attacks. California. Yes. The wizard. The motherfucking. The the only time that I can remember the last movie I can honestly remember, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong here, that was essentially, uh, I mean, it was written as one giant commercial. Yeah, it's a massive commercial. Like it, one giant commercial in, that for the first hour and 20 minutes, you don't give a fuck. And then the last five, you're like, fuck yeah. That is not true. That I is mean, not you, true. Well, for the I first mean, hour, you, the first hour, you don't give a shit. Then oh, they go to that Reno. C truck stop bullshit in Reno. Yeah. And that cool ass kid puts on his, Put Lucas. Glasses, and oh. Slip, then he slaps. He slaps yes. on that power glove, and he says, "Power glove, it's so bad." Now, side note Amazing. about Lucas: you do know that the actor who Amazing. played Lucas uh, is a child molester, right? I just blew your mind, oh. motherfucker! He got arrested for fucking like, fucking child diddling or some shit, or like underage <laughs> bullshit. This motherfucker put his power glove on. I was like, "It's so bad. Let me fucking touch it's your so underage bad. butt." It, I mean, it is so bad. It's bad enough to land you in jail, well, but that was. 
He had a vision jacket. I wanted that vision jacket. A vision jacket. Where can you buy yeah, that vision, vision jacket? jacket? Vision shoes. Dude. You know where you buy it? At the vision shop in 1988. Uh, dude, and he had, you know, to be honest, that movie and, and him is the only reason that I bought. And I had, like, at that point when they, that was like, what was that? Like, is that, okay, I'm bad with numbers here. Is that, was that 80, 89? 89? Okay. So 89. 89, at that point, the Nintendo, it had, been, it had been around for, you know, since 85. Four years, had like at least a good 100 games or so, if not more. Uh, and I owned at least at that point 85, 90 games because uh, I was lucky sure. that I had an uncle uh, who uh, who bought Nintendo games and he'd beat them. Would bless you with his power glove for games? You know, occasionally, but most of the time he would just sell them to me at a cheaper rate, which I was fine with. Okay. I mean, occasionally there was some molestation, but it was worth it for Russian attack. If you don't get molested for Russian attack, you're not a true American over here. So fucking, I I saw the fucking wizard and he's like, that's so bad. And he opened up that, uh, he had that that travel case that had the games that made it look super badass. Oh, like how, how like cigarette yeah. smokers have like the cigarette holder that only holds 10 cigarettes. And you're like, well, that's only, that's only half a pack. But I'm like, I went out and I bought one of those. And I was like, I got to put my 10 favorite games in here. And I'm always switching I it out. I still have my travel case. Yeah. I still have my travel case. You got to have that travel case. That's what made you cool because you yeah, go to your friend's house and be like, what? These are the 10 best games. Your 10 best games suck a dick. I got a travel well, case. Well, that was the whole point of the travel cases. You knew you were going to go to your friend's house and spend the night Friday or Saturday night. Yep. You're not going to bring over another copy of Mario Brothers because fucking everybody has Mario Brothers in Duck Hunt. <laughs> hey, guys. You're going to bring over that primo shit. Fucking- You're going to bring over that dragon warrior that he's never even seen before oh shit billy's like bitch i got that track and field son i got the power pad fucking in my backpack we're gonna fucking i actually never had the power pad oh i had the power pad and i had the but rock I and roller ha- i did have a power glove i had the power glove i bought it off my uncle yeah, I had the power I glove. Yep. never worked it sucked never worked although you know what to be but honest it looks awesome the 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 super glove ball did work that was the only and it was only sort of it basically okay. it worked sure. like the connect you're basically playing Connect Sports, yes. but at eight bit. That's, I mean, the Connect. Right. I mean, and I'm a staunch like supporter of the Connect because I'm like, oh, it could be so cool. Just goddamn it, develop for it. And like the Power Glove, definitely, it didn't have the motion, but it, how badass was Super Power or Super Glove Ball when you're like, Pam, I'm playing Pong, but with my fucking hand, and it's in pseudo 3D. You felt like fucking. I remember. You, you, oh, you felt like Cyberpunk. It was amazing. I remember wanting to be super cool when I got my power glove to show it off. And I had my friend, I got it for birth, my birthday. <laughs> brought it to school. Look at it. <laughs> no, 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 no. So I was having my birthday party and my friends were there. And I was like, I know what we should play on this. We should play Castlevania. Yeah. What? That's an easy fucking Why game would to play you with the bullshit power glove doesn't even work. I think it's a bitch to play with a controller. Why would you like, I'm going to move my I, thumb yeah, and exactly. he's going to whip. <laughs> because the, the advertising was the power glove. Like... It's all, it's all powers in your hands. Now you will uh, own Dracula. Uh, and you know what, what happened? You got uh, fucking destroyed you before you even, even walked into the castle. Yeah, you couldn't even make it to the fucking bat in the first level. Like, the giant bat, you couldn't even make it to you because you're like, fucking come on, Simon. <laughs> fucking jump. Eat that ham. Why are you eating that ham? This is bullshit. Yeah. Why would you pick Cas- So Out of all of them, why not Punch-Out? Punch-Out was the game it was made for. Even that, it sucked. So here is my... what. I did not own a lot of NES games because we were poor. I rented a lot, so I never owned a copy of Punch-Out. Oh, Tiny violin I know, for Billy. sad tears. It is. 
And when someone finally bought it for me, I returned it to Target because it was the bullshit one with Mr. Dream and not Mike Tyson. Ooh. So I went and traded it for something else. How dare. I was like, fuck this <laughs> imitator nonsense. Yeah, I want the fucking rapist. I want the rapist and the fucking wife beater in my game. <laughs> yeah, you know, everybody has that hero. <laughs> like a young version of you like like you just slap it on the counter like what can i do for you i'd like to return this because i want the real punch out uh this says punch out no 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 no, no. mike tyson you might know him from the robin yeah. givens bullshit that's happening right now he's totally innocent i just want my game <laughs> yeah everybody's got it against mike everybody's against mike because he's mike. the greatest because he's the baddest man on the planet that's right he'll punch you and knock your ass out so barbers three one of my favorite games because the wizard is awesome. Is it now? Okay, now, if I, except, and, I, and I remember, so I saw the wizard in the theater opening weekend. It was like, oh my god! And the thing that bothered yeah. me the most, okay, and I remember this specifically. So like, I'm, a, you know, it's gonna be how old? I, I already I? know what you're gonna say. Yeah, I'm eight or nine years old, and I'm like, and, and even at that point, like, I remember specifically be like you said, the first hour, like in the theater, going like, what the fuck, like video games, and then they'd be like. Oh, we're at a playing choice, or oh, Bo Bridges is playing Ninja Turtle, and he's like, blah blah blah, Mega Turtle. But then the thing was, was Marvelers Three came up, and as a kid, like I remember that in the theater, the theater went nuts because it was all kids, and they're like, holy yeah. shit! And I mean, it was and all the parents were just looking around, like, what we're the gonna fuck? riot? Yes, yes, and it was amazing, and it was it was great. And then, and then, fucking California. I guess apparently because he's autistic, he fucking knows that in World One Three you fucking bow down on the white block and you get the warp whistle, and that was awesome for no. Nintendo for fucking showing you that. But like, come the fuck on! Like, what's what the worse f- is he knows to do that, and then the girl like screams out if he. I think she says if he gets three warp whistles, he can go straight to level eight or something like that. And you're like, wait, what? You guys apparently, according to the movie logic, you didn't know you were playing this. This game, according to the fucking... The game didn't exist. It didn't exist. It didn't exist. In the in the game, in the world, it did not exist. This was like the world premiere of Mario Bros. The only thing Mario Bros. 3 related was like a one-page quick preview in Nintendo, Nintendo Power. Power. Yep. Like, yes. That was it. And it wasn't even a screenshot. And it was like, like a little cartoon of the Koopa uh, siblings. And they're like, that oh my god, it. there's a... Leave it to the wizard. There's a note block. This is crazy. What could it mean? Tune in next month to Nintendo Power yeah. and maybe we'll show you. And then you got Nintendo Power like at the end of the month. You're like, what the fuck? I already have the game Nintendo Power. Yes. You're bullshit. Now, that is very true. And that's why, once again, like it's, it's a giant fucking commercial. But I... And this this is this is silly. And I'm this is me being honest. <laughs> If there's one thing you're going to learn about me, if you haven't listened to Brainer Radio at BrainerRadio.com, uh, I'm honest, uh, and I don't shy away from embarrassing things. After I saw The Wizard, and I pieced together that, hey, this kid's kind of fucked up, but apparently he's a video game fucking, like, quote-unquote, wizard, I was like, I bet you his power is in his lunchbox. So I started carrying around a fucking lunchbox? I specifically remember this, like... I went back to school with a fucking lunchbox, and I had, like, some Nintendo games and some random, like, Nintendo cartridges in there and some photos of my parents. And I'm like, and people ask me what the fuck it was, and I'm like, don't worry about it. Do you guys see The Wizard? No. You should probably go see The Wizard. It'll make a lot of sense. This is my power source. This is my power source. This is how I know if I get two warp whistles, I can warp to level eight. But I do remember... Actually, you need three. 
Oh, that's true. Because, yeah, you get the first one in 1-3, and then you want to warp. God damn, it's been a long time. And then... And then no, you beat, you beat you level 1. You beat level 1, one and then you get to level, level two, 2, and you get the second whistle. And then you get the next one. Yep. But then you can use both then you whistles, right? you level right? 4. You, wait, and use then the, the 7. And then you get it in 7. Wait, what? I don't remember that. I remember getting the first two whistles... And then once you get the first two, use the first whistle to warp, and then use the second whistle to warp, and then you get to level seven. But then, what's the third warp whistle? Is that in level seven? You get the third one in level seven. That seems so stupid. I think it's in the castle in seven, and then oh. you warp to eight or something like that. I think get that's it, what it was. Get it in the castle, and then fucking skip three levels. There you go, kids. Enjoy. Yep. Enjoy. I'm no, pretty sure that's what it was. I'll give it up for Mario three because, uh, and you know, like you. I was also poor. However, my parents decided instead of buying things for themselves, they would buy video games for me. I actually, I was one of the only kids, I remember this specifically, in my grade uh, who had Mario 3 opening weekend or whatever, like when it, when it was released within like the first week. Of I, I, got a Mar- I got an opening day too. Dude, and I went to school with that fucking instruction manual and I was like, fuck science. <laughs> what is this? Oh my God, look at all this cool stuff. And I memorized the shit. That was the longest school day ever was the first day I had to go back after getting Mario because I was like, I just want to go home. This is amazing. First, let's talk about release dates back then. Release dates didn't exist. No, they just put it out and then you found out they were out. out, Yeah, you had to go to wherever you got your games, Target, Toys R Us, whatever. For me, we bought them from the video store we rented games at. They would also sell you copies. Nice. And I remember us reserving a copy there and them just calling randomly yep. one day yep. and saying, hey, your copy of Super Mario Bros. 3 came in and flipping the fuck out. Like, that's the and best I remember groveling and begging my mom to let me stay home to play Mario Bros. Yep. 3. Did she let you so stay she home? Said, she absolutely let oh, me stay home. I hate you. I had to go to school. Uh. <laughs> yeah, she let me stay home, and I played Mario Brothers three all day. Then I went to school, and I was like, "They're like, oh, what's wrong? Were you sick? Nope, I was playing Mario. Fuck y'all." Yep, because honestly, at that point, unless you were, I mean, I want to say like in the know, like I was fucking eight or nine, like you weren't in the know, like you knew from like well, the Wizard or from Nintendo Power, Power that like, oh shit, oh they're making a new, you know, oh a Star Trek game. All right, every time I go to the store. I'm gonna look for this game, gonna and I'm gonna Star Trek. Yep, and I'm just gonna hope that they know what, like, oh, it's released, and they never ever did. They're like, no, we don't have that. Did you know when you're gonna have it? Yeah. Nope. And it was just like yeah, constant. No idea. However, what I do remember <coughs> was that Super Mario Three is what started my. Uh, uh, for about seven months, I had a burgeoning uh, <laughs> video game rental store out of my bedroom because <laughs> of all the <laughs> games I was getting from my fucking uncle and shit. So I had like, I had so many games. And, you know, back then you could go to the video store and you're renting a game, you know, two or three bucks and you could fucking have it for, you know, a few days or whatever. But it was yeah. still, you know, for the kids out there that don't remember this kind of thing, there were stores that you actually had to drive to to rent things. And sometimes they were out of things. But I had all these games. So my next door neighbor, uh, there was it was a set of twins and they were in my grade and they had a pool. They had a badass pool. So I was like, I remember this and it was so funny. That they, you know, they'd be playing video games. They're like, oh, can I borrow it? And I'm like, yeah, 25 cents. I'm like, 25 cents. 25 cents. 25 cents. You can borrow one game, and if you, if you, you know, if and you can get, you know, one game for 25. And then I was like, bad at math, or I'm like, four for a dollar 25. Because I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Like, it's a deal. Yeah, right. yeah whatever. 
so they at first they started doing it right. So I was like, "Fuck yeah!" So I'm renting, you know, I rented out Mario three and all these games, and then their parents next door, and I used to go over there to their pool, and I used to always swim in there because we were neighbors and shit. And their parents found out that I was charging their kids to rent video games. So I remember specifically <laughs> one summer going over there to use the pool, and their fucking mom came out and fucking came up to me, and she's like, "That'll be fifty cents," and I was like, "What?" She's like, you're charging my kids to borrow your games. I'm charging you to swim in my pool. And I'm like, holy shit. And that was my first taste of cons- like legit consumerism. Like, all right, supply and demand. And then, and then, I, yes, and then I was able to get a, I was able to get around the 50 cents. And like, I don't know where this came from because at that point, you know, you're eight or nine. Like, you don't know dick. All you care about is video games and cartoons. Like, who gives a shit? And I remember like we had this conversation and she's like, you know, she's, She's being an adult, but she's talking down to me because I'm a kid. And then I was like, well, you know, I charge your kids 25 cents for video games because they run $60 a pop. And if you're, you know, if, if, if John or Nick spills a pop on them, I'm screwed. But if I spill a pop in your pool, the pool filter clears it out. So I don't see why oh I have God. to pay for the pool. And she stopped and I fucking shut that chick down and I got to swim for free and keep fucking Rob's video game rentals up for life. It was amazing. (laughs) That's great. I was like, yeah, what? Don't fuck with me. Your pool is clean automatically and you have a pool cleaner. Like your kids are pissing the pool. I don't piss in your pool. But they could they could rest, and that was the thing. They could piss on your cartridge, right? Exactly, and you piss on a cartridge, you ain't getting that shit out. Rubbing alcohol is, just isn't going to help, and blowing on that cartridge no. isn't going to help. So I do agree. Mario Three's it's a it's it's a good game. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, but it is a pinnacle of the Nintendo uh, empire. Like that really brought yeah. a lot of shit. I mean, the the world map and all of that goodness, and the random Hammer Brothers bosses and stuff. Like it was, it was mind blowing. It, it, I mean, it was absolutely mind blowing as an eight year old kid. Oh, and every it level was different. Every level old. had its own look. Oh yeah, it wasn't like the Mario Brothers one where you had the overworld, mm-hmm. you had the underworld, and you had shitty water levels, and they all looked the same. Or Mario Brothers no, two. Same thing with Marvel Bros. 2 for the most part. You had fucking desert, well, and, ice, and grass. But they were basically the right. same. And Marvel Bros. 2, of course, is the whole weird Doki Doki panic story. So, Do you consider Marvel Bros. canon? Do you consider Marvel Bros. 2 Marvel canon? Marvel Bros. 2? Yeah. Absolutely. Fuck yeah. Birdo was in the Marvel Bros. cartoon. So, of course. <laughs> I mean, the car- absolutely. The cart- yeah, it was in the cartoon, you guys. So, duh. Yeah. Duh. Of course. It was like we saw them in the Mushroom Kingdom interacting well, with the Mario Brothers. I just have to say, you know, there's a contingent of people out there that are like, fuck Mario Brothers 2. And to be honest, Mario Brothers 2, I personally, I'm not saying it's a better game at all. I'm saying as a kid, I think, I, if I'm remembering correctly, I had more fun with Mario Brothers 2 than Mario Brothers 3. Like, it was amazing. But Mario Brothers 2 kind of changed the formula up a whole bunch, it felt like, because it was like vertical levels, and you're like, holy shit, this is crazy. It did. But, and well, I... Mario Brothers 2... I like the whales. Is a, yes. The well, whales are my favorite Okay, part. so here's, here's the, the thing about me about Mario Brothers 2, and we're about to remember this. The Challenger exploded, and we kind of watched that live in school. Like, yep. they rolled in... Yep. TVs, so yep. we could watch the Challenger take off, and then it blew up, and then you go home and play Mario Brothers 2, which, I mean, obviously it came out a couple years after Challenger, 
But let me tell you, the first time you take that spaceship up a vertical level and then explodes and Mario falls out, it really fucks you up. Bayou Billy is just sitting there like, what the fuck? I just wanted to explode the Mushroom Kingdom. Why do they have to reopen that wound? Yeah, exactly. Like, it was absolutely terrifying. You're sitting watching another fucking space shuttle blow up. Right. I had dreams about my dad becoming a damn uh, astronaut and his space shuttle blowing up because... Oh. Not just on the Challenger, it did not happen until after Mario Brothers 2, because it opened those wounds. Oh my god. Well, good job, fucking Shiggy Miyamoto. You're fucking giving Bayou yep. Billy over here fucking post-traumatic stress disorder. <laughs> All because you're like, I think I'm fucking, it's better if we just make Doki Doki Panic and Mario, because the lost levels are too hard for people. I will give it up for Mario 3, though, because it did it, it, I mean, like you said, and yeah, it just, it brought a lot of new shit to the franchise that is still there today. And it it was it was it it was and it looked it looked phenomenal. I mean, for an NES game, holy shit, it looked incredible. It, I mean, it still looks timeless. You can play it today, and it yeah. looks like you. It's better that, that when people go and make the eight bit inspired games. They're looking at Mario Brothers three. Shovel Knight looks just like, like fucking that, Mario Brothers three. <laughs> absolutely, Shovel Knight is yeah, it is absolutely Mario Brothers three level pixel. And would you say? Truly, the definitive NES style. Would you say that, uh, uh, for your memories and you know what we know about video game history, when it comes to the Nintendo, would you say that was like the biggest launch of the Nintendo system? Like the biggest? Oh, like, absolutely. We're fucking Nintendo. Fuck your well, bullshit. Because you had, I mean, you had the original launch, which again was nothing. There was no remember, launch. It was New York. There, it was released in New York and L.A. Yeah. And there was like 30 NESs in each location. Yeah, there was nothing. And I remember these asshole kids across the street moved to my little BFE town in North Shut Texas. Shut up, they had From one? New York and oh. had an NES nice. like a month after it launched. But I remember that being crazy. And on like you can go look up on YouTube stuff from like 60 minutes of people losing their shit over Super Mario Brothers 1. Because it was absolutely incredible. And, you know, NES was great, and there's a lot of big launches, but there's never that cultural moment again until Mario Brothers 3 came out. It did not capture that just insane everybody. My parents wanted to see Super Mario Brothers 3 because yep, yep. it was that insane leap in technology again and graphics and gameplay that Pong to Super Mario Brothers was. And I, you know, Super Mario Brothers, Super Mario 3 was that next leap. That, and like you said, like it's timeless because like I still, no matter what, if somebody gives me Super Mario All-Stars Mario 3 or the Nintendo Mario 3, my ass is picking the Nintendo Mario 3. I don't need Absolutely. these extra fucking backgrounds and weird bullshits and awkward fucking physics and shit. It looks bad. It does. It, it doesn't look good. I and Give me those it's pixels, just, man. I need those pixels. Yeah, it's just, it's oddly smooth and there's too much going on. Because Mario Brothers three and the physics are off. Is the physics play. are fucking off. Yes. Oh, uh, the physics are off. And I but love the thing about Mario Brothers three is it is a play. Yeah. Like, there's a reason you can fall behind the sets and but, there are screws in it. It is a play. Okay. And they get rid of that with the All Stars version. I have to say, I have to say now, let's, let's, you got to be honest. When you were playing that back in the day, did you think that it was a play? Because I just read that no. fucking theory I didn't think about like, that the last like, few years. It was like the last few years that oh, theory no, came I, out. No, I feel like I 
figure that out sometime I in about PlayStation it. 1. It was me. No, I'm I sitting there I think, playing Battle Arena to shit oh, and absolutely I'm like, not. Fucking, they had fucking screws, man. And I'm falling behind shit. No, <laughs> no I think it was probably we, it, one of our many late night ESPN extreme games until yes. 7 a.m. Smoking really shitty Mexican pot with like four of my friends and having to open the PlayStation 1 hatch because it would overheat if not. Yep. And then somebody saying something about the Mario Brothers 3 play. Hey man, like, I don't know if I'm really high or not, but have you ever thought that Mario 3 was a play? Like, there's screws, and you could, like, fall behind the scenery. And you're just sitting there yeah. going like, That's... fuck, mind blown, kaploosh. I was like, man, I'm just trying to do this luge event. What are you doing to me? <laughs> luge, yes! Is that the ones that are like the shitty downhill rollerblading? It was like, I want yeah, to be like Road Rash, rolling. but I'm fucking terrible. Like, I can't even replicate much, Road yeah. Rash. <laughs> yep. Like, skit so, should be this better. I enjoy You know what? I can't hate on that. I, 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 I agree that it's a great game. I can't, however, say that it is one of my favorite games. However, what I can say is my one of my favorite games is motherfucking... <laughs> Tune in next episode to find out what game Rob really enjoys and what other games Rob and Will find to be the best games of all time on The Pixel Junkies. Brain Dev Radio Production. Yeah. Visit us at www.braindevradio.com.